I love Krabby and Kingler so much. Because guess why? Guess what? why? What? Because it's just a crab. <laughs> it's of just course. A crab. Of course. It's, it's just it's just a crab. tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Brand new mythical Pokemon, news on Beldum Community Day, brand new shiny forms for October, how to counter Deoxys, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the GoCast podcast. Today is September 29th. My name is Chris. I'm joined here today by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not too much. How about you? You know just doing the thing doing the podcast thing wow just like you guys we already have something in common wow i think we're gonna get along great today and <laughs> just today. Also the, the past podcasts we've as done. long as we're podcasting we'll be friends right exactly this thing goes away and everything this else ends. falls yeah that's we're done just close up shop on everything whatever ness chris talking about shop <laughs> let's talk shop how did your week in Pokemon <laughs> Go go? That's a terrible go, go. transition. Go go, Pokemon Go go. wearing go go boots? No, no. You Not should today. be wearing go go no, boots. No, you should. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you'd rock them. Thank he, you. He wow. really would. Such confidence. You'd be so much taller. Uh, I don't need to be any more taller. Thank you very much. <laughs> My week went pretty well. I didn't really have any concrete goals last week. I just kind of wanted to hang out, have a good week with Pokemon, keep playing. Um, I think my one goal was I wanted to play more often um, because I wasn't playing as often before. How did that go? It went fine. I'm playing more often now on on my way to and from work and my walking around the city, which is nice. And then we kind of played a little bit this morning, which was also really nice. Found a nice little town in a farmer's market, which was really exciting. I had a pretty good week, I think. Kill that Scyther raid. Yeah, we did do a Scyther raid this morning. And that was really great, too. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what about you? I had a pretty good week, actually. I don't remember my goals from last week. I know I usually remember. I usually remember everybody's. But I think I, on it, actually. I think that I was trying to complete the Celebi quest, which I managed to complete. Yay. You know, wow. Not very exciting. Having gone to go fast, it's just like click the complete and then you get your 10 candies and then move on. Yeah, that's true. So what are you going to do, man? And then, you know, you auto complete the last phase. I don't even know what the challenges were. I don't think there are any. Yeah. With the Mew quest, it did the same thing. Yeah. But I I always thought. I think it's like get level 25, have like a gold Kanto badge and then do something else. Something you would just have already. You know, if only there was some way we could we could look it up and, and check. That is there's way too, way too. No, they, that kind of technology doesn't exist anymore, Chris. Yeah, what are you uh, talking maybe about? Maybe sometime in the future, maybe by episode 114, we might be able to. We might be able to just do that on the fly here. But um, did you pop a lucky egg before you did all that? No, I did not, Kyle. I I should have. I should have. I also should have popped a lucky egg when I was doing some YouTube raids earlier today. Oh, but I wasn't expecting to do four in a row what all within walking four? distance of each other no way yeah yeah dude you missed out that was so yeah, I that think was you left eighty thousand on the just yeah, on the so table that was there. that was unfortunate oh well 
I mean, at least but you got four Mewtwo's out of it, right? You catch all four of them? I got three Mewtwo's. One oh, ran away. No. All three are terrible, so it doesn't matter, no. really. But there's, you know, there are more Mewtwo. That's candy, though, you know? Yeah, it's candy. Got to meet some new people. I've never really raided with my local community before for legendary raids. So that was exciting to just meet some new people, added some new friends, found someone who will trade me a, a Heracross, which I still don't have. Very quick update. The step eight, it looks like for a ripple in time, was catch Celebi. Okay. So what? it just auto-completes for you. That's silly. I <laughs> figured that was, Sorry. it was something like that. That makes sense. The last thing of note for my week is that I caught a shiny Geodude. Yay. That's right. I forgot about that gold boy. I still haven't encountered any of the shinies from the Kanto event. I'm I'm very happy that I got at least one of the new shinies. Is tomorrow the last day? For the increased spawns, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for that to to be here. No, the unlimited Gen Machop one. candy though. Gen That's one. true. Gen That's one. true. I think I've gotten over three hundred Machop candy yep. just from I'm, this. I'm event. sitting at like three fifty right now. Yeah. Have you been just pineapping every single one that every you see? Every single one. Yeah, I'm sitting at three seventy nine and I had powered up like a bunch of them. Yeah, I maxed out one Machamp, I evolved another just waiting on a third one so yeah how was your week chris thanks for asking You're uh welcome. i was oh well, i was looking through here and checking my chop candy i noticed something that i wanted to mention so yes uh let me just start out by saying that the regional eggs well i i wasn't necessarily like full gung-ho excited about them to begin mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. um they've treated me very well um i've gotten some pretty great hatches out of them my rate for i think the regionals to alolans has been very skewed towards regionals um I, I got a lot of i was front loaded with tauros right yes, yes my luck was not looking that great to begin with i'm like awesome great for whatever. everybody that doesn't know our regionals are tauros so we see them all the time right where we live we get tauros by the truckload yes yeah you can only fit like six tauros in the truck yeah though. fun fact on a flatbed only two tauros i know but if we get like a big like semi. A semi trailer, you can yeah. maybe fit six. Yeah, if, if you, you stack them, maybe like if twelve. If they're the smallest Toros I've ever seen, <laughs> yes. Um, but as far as regional hatches go, I've gotten everything. I finished my Kanto decks. I want to say a week and a half ago. I think two episodes yeah. ago. I think we talked about all three of us had finished around the same episode. Just last week. Yeah, I think, yeah. I so think it was last week. It mm. might have been last. How how the time flies. Time just, Goodness, it doesn't exist. It's an illusion. That's true. It's okay, a Kyle. it's a figment of. Well, I guess reality. So it, maybe it does. <laughs> as far as my hatches go, though, this week I hatched a 98% Kangaskhan. What? Wow. That's yeah. not okay. Isn't that... Look at this bad boy. What is my... It's okay. How it's handsome. Okay. can't compete with my 100 far-fetched. That's true. It cannot compare with your 100% far-fetched. <laughs> but you know, you know what can compare, speaking of Kanto spawns, with your 100% far-fetched, Kyle? My 100% mudkip. That's true. Perfecto 100. Perfecto 100. <laughs> that was great. I caught this past week a grand total of seven wild Lapras. Wow. wow. Seven. That's one for a each lot. day, folks at home. But you know what the highest IV one was? What? 67%. Oh. And you know what the other ones were? What? All of them are below 30%. Oh. Holy cow. I don't know how. Give that's me Wingle possible. to a run for his money. I know, really. Wingle to, he'll still hold a place in my heart. I have Lavatars too. So, 
feels bad. <laughs> See, that's you what win. we need. I think was it last week that somebody mentioned we need like a place to transfer Pokemon yes. to like yes. immortalize. Yes, we need that because I want a place to put Wingle too. That he'll. He'll he he deserves a pedestal to sit on. He does. But he also doesn't deserve this in my Pokemon storage. That's <laughs> so kind of torn. Anyway, as far as the rest of the week went, I didn't get my last goal. Sorry. My goal for last week, for this week, was twofold. It was to get 500,000 experience. At the very least, I think I had a stretch goal of a million. Yes. I'm like 150,000 short of my 500,000 goal okay. i did botch an ultra friends ness and i botched the same ultra friends yes. this week yes we did. um we don't know how uh no but, she but just did. she just managed to open a gift that she'd been holding on to for a really long time i think oh no wow. See, yeah. that, that's the way to go with the long con because she she kept sending me gifts and i hadn't been able to send her a gift for a really long time and i think she just saved it to open I mean, it hey yikes it's okay she got us both she did that's fine she did i've got a few clever girl lined up so clever girl <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm excited about maybe getting an xp dump in this next week here but it just didn't it didn't happen for me when i thought it was going to this this past week but the other goal was to do more raids mm -hmm. and that really didn't happen either we did a few together and i think last sunday we did a few it was YouTube a busy week like it's a very busy week. Next week is going to be a busy week. We're going to have busy weeks because we're adults and yeah, people want to see us. That's true. Given Ness's new job and given the commute that I have and the way that we work together, mm -hmm. it kind of places us waking up before raids start and getting home like about an hour before raids end. I get home after raids end. Sometimes, yes. Mm -hmm, so times. it's getting increasingly difficult for us to raid during the week. So we're kind of relying on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So this past weekend and kind of today was the only day we actually had kyle i haven't sent you a screenshot yet from my office but i'm God. right by millennium park oh. so i can see all of the raids like 15 raids oh, i no, just can't, I can't touch go to <laughs> it's a nightmare that right i could there go is on lunch one time i could walk around the park on lunch yeah maybe i'll do that one day <laughs> um and then beyond that i think nothing else really note oh i did nothing really matters today i did a research task actually a walk prior to the show yeah and it was a Rosalia and it turned out shiny. That's right. Sure did. That's right, folks. And uh, the shiny machine is still going. In related news, I have a million ditto candy now because of this past week. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Right now. Leah, let's get into the news. So the first big piece of news here is that uh, Kyle and I were wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if you know Kyle and I at all. I don't know. I feel like, Kyle, the times that you and I have disagreed about something, at least one of us is right, right? Who was right yeah. this week? Yeah. Were you right this I week? I was right this did, week. Did you call this? I was right this I week. Know if that, I'm, I was right. You know, she she right. had a different right. opinion from us, so right. she is right. I was right. So uh, the mysterious hex nut pokemon that popped up after community day worldwide, the little tiny guy up to your ankle who looked like a glitch uh that kyle and i were pretty much writing off we were Dead convinced set. that it was a glitch that it was wrong that it was not what people were thinking it was it wasn't a generation 8 pokemon it wasn't a leak it wasn't an anything it looked like a mistake and you know for all intents and purposes it still kind of looks like a mistake but if it is a mistake you gotta give pokemon go and the pokemon company some credit because they're rolling with it in the best way possible so Without further ado, introducing Meltan, which is what this little guy is. Meltan. So um, 
this past week. <laughs> Kyle's not thrilled about this. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to opinions about this, but here's what you guys need to know that happened regarding this little dude this past week. So Pokemon Go released a video featuring Professor Willow calling like video calling, like FaceTiming Professor Oak. Uh, and like the art styles between the two kind of indicate that it was a go to let's go conversation because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was Professor Oak in the let's go art style. They said it was let's go. Right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had an opening dialogue and he's like, oh, Professor Willow, what do you study me today? He's like, well, actually, <laughs> Professor, he's like, is it a Pikachu? He's like, no, I already sent you one. He's like, hey, he's like no, stop it. It's a ditto. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> And then they kind of have a conversation about it. You hear Doctor uh, Professor Willow's voice, and it's really nice. It was nice. Yeah, I'm a, it was really. It was nice. I'm a fan. I'm really happy that his voice matches his forearms. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, what kind of comment is that? He has nice forearms, and he has a nice voice. He needs Popeye voice then. <laughs> hey, olive oil. <laughs> So he needs to make that video of oh Professor Willow with a Popeye's voice. <laughs> Please and thank you. Um, <laughs> you good? Um, I'm good. Uh, I used to watch a lot of Popeye as a kid. It was one of my mm. favorite cartoons. So you struck a chord there. Yeah. Anyway, so they're talking about it. And the Professor Oak's like, in Professor Oak fashion, oh, hey, actually, uh, this isn't a mystery at all. I, you know, I think I read a stone tablet from like a million years ago that has something to do with this. If you know anything about other Pokemon games, this is not uncommon for Professor Oak. <laughs> he just kind of pulls stuff out of the back. He blows the dust off of the memory because he's an old man. And he's been around since the beginning. Except of he time. can't remember his grandson's name. It's he, fine. Right. But he does remember this. He's like, wow, it's all this, this thing. And he pulls out like this page or this picture from like an ancient text. And, and, there, and there's Nutto just <laughs> on the wall chiseled in. He's like, oh, this is actually Meltan. And they talk about it and stuff like that. They're like, oh, wow, whatever. And. Like you don't, that sounds really exciting and get out there and catch him. And so that's what we're doing. They also alluded to maybe some more research around him. Yeah, that's true. Um, Professor maybe Willow's there like, will be some research time tasks. for some field work, I yeah. think is what he said. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. If this, if this leads to some really cool field research or maybe it's another special research, mm-hmm, that'll mm-hmm. be pretty cool. I'm, be I'm behind that. Um, so here's what we know about Melton based on what was released and announced this past week. He is the Hexnut Pokemon. His name is Meltan and not Nutto, which I think is a real miss. That's a real miss. <laughs> we had a good naming convention. Yeah, I, I really I really think so. Um, His height is like eight inches. So he's a little dude. He's 17.6 pounds. We don't know what his Pokedex number is. And uh, given the conversation around people that were data mining stuff, we, we're not really sure if it's 808 or 891. So yeah, that's kind of up in the air. But uh, here's the description of him. Most of Meltan's body is made from liquid metal, and its shape is very fluid. It can use its liquid arms and legs to corrode metal and absorb it into its own body. Meltan generates electricity using the metal it absorbs from outside sources. It uses this electricity as an energy source, and also as an attack that can be fired from its eye. Clearly a curious Pokemon, Meltan is very expressive and shows an interest in all kinds of things. Okay, I want to stop you for a second. All right, you go for it. Go, go th- look at this Pokedex entry. Take the middle two sentences, and that sounds like the description of an amazing, awesome Pokemon, like in the vein of Terminator 2 Terminator. Sure, sure. 
And then this is what it's applied to. This little guy. This little guy. Um. Yeah. Okay. Just, I I agree. I agree. But okay. So so Kyle, on our show notes, all that all three of us are looking at, there's the picture that they released of him. The drawing right here is way more charming than the model was yeah. that we saw. Right. I mean, yeah. we can all agree on that. Yes. Kyle? Yes. We'll post it in the show notes for you guys to see too. But but what? That's a that's a very hesitant yes. You're gonna get out of here. <laughs> it was your hesitant yes. Care care to uh, elaborate? What don't you like about I, him? Where to begin? Okay. <laughs> oh no! For, <laughs> poor little Meltan. First and foremost, haphazard. He you know? doesn't look like he belongs in Pokemon. Yeah, and I and I can I'll keep backing that up. A lot of people give like Vanillux and Garbodor a lot of trash for being poorly designed Pokemon's and stuff like that, and even like Klefki for being a keyring. But yeah, they still look nicely designed. They look like they belong with the rest of the Pokemon. I don't think Meltan fits even a little bit with any of the design aesthetic Pokemon has ever used. The modeling isn't congruent to the modeling that's currently in pokemon so that doesn't really make sense it's just too 3d i don't know i kind of disagree i mean just because he's like hexagonal no it's not that it's just the shadow the modeling the way he's put together it does not mix with the current pokemon models it doesn't look especially because he's supposed to be Hmm. a mythical pokemon he's one that exists you can't even explain it away like magnemite or Voltorb, you know, being a man-made Pokemon. Right. No, that's true. Well, you don't know that maybe... So Mythical doesn't... Up until now, it has implied and been true that it's like an old Pokemon or like around for at least a while or whatever. He was around before uh, Microsoft Paint existed. That's true. He was on an ancient tablet that Professor Oak in his back... He had in his back <laughs> pocket. Mew exactly. still looks nice. Um, Mew looks nice. Who does? Yeah. Mew. Mew? Mew? Yeah, because... Mew is a really well-designed uh, flying pink cat Pokemon. I know. Um, Ar- Ar- Arcus? Ar- Ar- I can't Arceus? pronounce that Pokemon. Arceus, Arceus? You know, the first Pokemon that everything is from. That's an ancient Pokemon. Doesn't look anything like that. So... Yeah. It's just... Yeah, I, I wonder why he has like a wire for a tail. I okay. Yeah, like I will concede just... that point. As a mythical Pokemon, his aesthetic does not fit. But I think... I think his aesthetic does seem like it would fit in Pokemon. I think you guys just need to give him more of a chance. No. I, right, well, there's one It may answer. fit in I, Let's Go. It may. I disagree. And the thing that does it for me is the nut. Like, the head. It, mm-hmm. It's the tail. It me. doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It's not attached to the body. It's not even, like, free-floating so that it could be, like, you know, psychically <laughs> held in place or something. It's just set there, um, and then the eye is free-floating. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. The tail doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's I mean, I'm I'm willing to forgive the tail because we did just have the Ultra Beasts in Sun and Moon. And there's like one that is a string of lights that is like electricity based <laughs> type of thing. I mean, you probably yeah. don't know about that one, Ness, but it's worth checking uh, out later. Uh, <laughs> what's the uh, stack attacker? I don't. Something that's, to that yeah, effect. It's like a Christmas tree. No, thing. that's not yeah. that one I'm talking about. But the other one is just like literally a gigantic stacking of blocks on legs. Oh, no, not that one. Yeah. But what if this guy's an Ultra Beast? I didn't like the Ultra Beast design either. But mm, that's fair. That's oh, fair. Go. They felt like Digimon rather than Pokemon. 
uh, which I'm okay with. It was okay. It just it didn't fit. Okay. Well, whether we like it or not, and we're kind of all over the board here ourselves, and I think a number of people are all over the board about this guy. He's here to stay, and he's our new mythical Pokemon. So, darn it, he deserves some respect. Uh, he so, can earn it. He when he earns it. it. Yeah, thank you, when guys. He earns it. Okay, that's fair enough, guys. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to something that is really exciting universally. Yes, yes, Beldum. yes, yes. Community Day. <gasps> Yay! Who's yes. not jazzed about this? I'm excited. Everybody's excited. The about only this. reason that we got a Metagross was GoFest. That was the only reason. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit negative, but for selfish reasons. Okay. Well, here's the details, guys. October 21st will be Beldum Community Day. Mm-hmm. Woo! It's a Sunday, which is kind of a bummer for one of the three of us. But here are the main features of the event. Shiny Beldum and his subsequent evolutions of course so beldum matang and metagross will all be shiny you can only catch the beldums obviously and evolve into the other ones there will be three hour lures i know throwing a curveball guys didn't see that one coming at all it's one fourth egg hatch distance which is one of the lackluster bonuses but it's still exciting in its own way but too bad it's after all these eggs and stuff <laughs> sorry yeah right. yeah um, and then there's an exclusive move, which is not yet confirmed, but let's be real. It's totally Meteor Mash. It's totally. It's not even a question. Come on, guys. Right. Exactly. Um, and then the last little note is, and they mentioned this in the pop-up notification that was in Pokemon Go itself. You can evolve Matang, which is second form, up to one hour after the event and still obtain Metagross, the third form, with the exclusive move, which will be Meteor Mash. Um, and that's kind of exciting. So thoughts on this, Kyle? I know you said you were a little bit upset about it. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a little bit negative for two reasons. One, it's a Sunday. <laughs> I, I, I specifically have Saturdays requested off at work because I a lot of things happen. I told them not to do it on a Sunday. Right. <laughs> yeah, on Saturdays. And it's not that big a deal. I've managed to, you know, get the day off. But it's it would be very frustrating if I couldn't. And then right. also, this means we won't have a ghastly community day for october and halloween and as a you know as a ghastly gengar fan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well maybe really, they'll do something for halloween who knows yeah if? but i mean that means he's just going to be released you know into the wild and then i have to catch a thousand ghastly to try and find <laughs> one and then i'm gonna feel really upset because it's the only yeah. one i want i mean yeah like what if they do that we're like you know so uh every single month with new special research breakthroughs they are sorry with just the research breakthroughs they released these new shiny forms like we had just had Growlithe and Snubble and Houndour and all the dogs and stuff. What if October, that one is ghastly? You're saying that, that that's a bummer because you have to catch that's somebody? That's a bummer because there's almost no chance that I will get one that way. So that's just, you know. Yeah, that's I, fair. I can see that happening. Like, I think it's very likely to happen, but that's a bummer for me. Well, you can't always get what you want especially if you like ghost pokemon kyle come That's on true. man that come is on true. man do you, you have a problem with ghost pokemon they're the best I type do. I do. no it's just that, that they're never profiled so yeah right, that's true like they kind of get a except last year they had a, a nice halloween event did they and they did. pokemon historically that like the pokemon mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. loves halloween that's because it's like doofy you know and people Excuse can dress up me? as their pokemon and it's it's a big deal you just Pocket monsters. Did you just say Halloween was doofy? Yes. That's fair. That's a fair assessment of Halloween yes. for a lot of people. 
Um, but I mean, you can bet your bottom polka coin that uh, they're going to do something for Halloween, and maybe you'll get your shiny ghastly yet, Kyle. Uh, fingers crossed. Hold off. Uh, hold, what hold do you What do you guys think fingers of the Valentine's Day? Oh, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm jazzed. I'm really yeah, jazzed because I only I only have that Metagross because of GoFest, like I said. Yep. But now we can get a million Metagross. It's true. And the shiny forms, we didn't really say anything about them, but the shiny forms are really, really rad. Are they? So, One of yeah, the best designs. Right. He is. Uh, you know, arguably, because you know how, like, shiny Charizard Whoa, is really he's cool. Cause, neat. Cause Look he's neat. Because he's, like, him. black. Yeah. Shiny Metagross yeah, is really cool because like he's not the blue with, like, the silver cross. He's he gold. He looks silver in his cross in the front. It's gold. It's gold. Look at him. Yeah, he looks really cool. Yo. He looks really cool. I'm into it. Yeah, so uh, the coloration is fantastic. It fits really well. They did a really great job, and Mm -hmm, so I'm excited mm -hmm. to have a bunch of them, and I'm excited for Kyle to have 80 shiny Beldums. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want it. (laughs) You got to bring 30 pay. I'm going to have to pay next month for my luck this month. You You know what's going to happen. You'll have to buy Pokeballs. Maybe you'll get six, and I'll get 21. You'll have to actually buy Pokeballs. I have like 650 Pokeballs right now. I'm going to be ready. Every oh, community what? day, you run out of Pokeballs. Hold up. How do you have 650 Pokeballs? I um, I live next to a Pokestop. And oh, that's I, um, right. I, I don't want what happened last community day to happen. So <laughs> He's dedicating himself to spinning all the time. He's just sitting there with his plush. Just like all these slick, reflexive Click. <laughs> that's fair all right He's just th- spinning the stop over and over and over again well that's that's exciting to look forward to so yeah again that's october 21st and then the last question here this relates to this is is this going to make metagross meta viable um and meteor mesh we don't really have the stats on it we know meta, that it's been meta gross we know that it's been added to the code we know that we've gotten animations added to the code that we think apply to it it looks like it does um, we don't have the stats on this yet, this move at all. It's very possible that it would raise Metagross to a whole new level of relevance, but it won't be one of the top, like, you know, 10 Pokemon. But it will be very useful. We should trade our Metagross. Okay. It's on. Like Donkey Kong. We'll do yeah, that. <laughs> we'll do that later. Uh, so next thing. So the next thing in the news here is the EX Raid Pass mess up so <laughs> you know what the three of us can relate on this past week none of us got ex raid passes that's true even yeah. though we raided what like 30 times yeah we week? did all of the moltres day stuff mm-hmm. um none of us got an ex raid pass which is especially a bummer this time because it's supposed to be the first round of deoxys raids but it looks like we kind of dodged a bullet in some sort of way because some things did not go right. Yeah. This last round of EX raid passes. Some of the EX raid passes that went out a few days ago had an earlier day on them. So like yesterday or two days ago. And people showed up to these raids. I've seen videos of it. Um, and an egg hatches. And the mm-hmm, timer goes mm-hmm, off at mm-hmm. the right time. Like the pass is accurate. Right. But it's a Magikarp. Or it's right. you know, yeah. something else. And it takes the EX raid pass. Mm-hmm. And they battle it. I watched like, the Magikarp EX race. Yes. And like, yeah. what is this? I don't understand. And it's because something happened. There was an error where they all got kind of messed up. Trainers showed up to only find that their pass was being used on a regular tier one to uh, one through four raid. Many passes were canceled as a result of this error. Uh, the Niantic 
said that these passes would not be redistributed and to wait for the next wave. And apparently they gave these people that had canceled passes. Get this. This was apparently the compensation. Mm-hmm. 1,000 Stardust. And two X-Raid passes. No, two, or two premium, regular premium raid regular passes. Regular raid passes, yes. That's kind of a lame compensation. Yeah. 100 Stardust and two premium raid passes. 1,000 Stardust. That's yeah. a pittance. <laughs> it is. Really? Like, it's, it's a pittance. Come on, you couldn't even do like 50,000? Just like or anything? 10,000 Enough even? poker coins for the the cheapest box in the store right now 480 mm-hmm. yeah for considering the value of an ex pass that is when i read about that i couldn't believe it yeah so that's kind of disappointing i would have been so upset that being said some trainers still have their ex raid passes for deoxys and and those that do for the right raid those will take place on october 1st and 2nd so some people are still getting it it's not like other people won't be able to and those people thanks to ex raid pass sharing can invite somebody to take mm-hmm. with them, but there's also a small caveat yes. with that. Yes, there is. That we were all talking about. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle was the one to share this with us during the week. Yeah. Um, but once you share an EX raid pass with somebody, and if they decline it, you can't share that raid and, pass. And with the big else issue again. with that is that the decline button looks like an accept button. Like it's where the accept button would be. There's really no accept button. There is no so you, accept. You just yeah. have to go. And that's you accepting. Yeah, so it's kind so of a bummer. People have been hitting the decline button on accident just out of reflex, thinking that, you know, it's a button that they should press. And so they give away the EX raid pass and then they, you know, they can't get it again, which has been a yeah, bummer so for I, everybody. I'm not, I don't quite understand. Um, I'm sure this is something that they will work out because that's kind of like a very core quality of life thing. Yes. Um, the I know button Kyle, is pretty. definitely a quality of life. But whether the real question is whether they'll let you reshare it because that seems very deliberate to not let somebody reshare it when it's i mean i understand it's it's very much like a pick your friends sort of thing be wise about who you choose so people aren't just willy-nilly giving raid passes away and i think that also helps with people not selling the raid passes because you can only use it once right that makes a lot of sense yeah I don't know. I got nothing to say on this. You know, I stand behind the, the one time. I think it's a good thing to do. I think it's a minor issue overall. Once the the big obvious decline button is fixed, it's not as big a deal. It's only one share. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to ask somebody whether they want to go to it with you. And if you're not, what are you doing? Like, right. why are you sharing it with that <laughs> right. friend? Unless you're like, you know, just trying to aggravate somebody or just kind of like poke fun at them. I think trainer tip said that reversal invited him to one in like you know a different country just to be funny mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay. that's, that's funny that is that's very pretty funny. funny though it's worth it right. but i'm sure he has multiple ex invites because you can get multiple ex rate invites because mm-hmm. um, he plays you know all the time but if you have one you're not going to do that with that one if you're you know the vast majority of players you're not going to have the luxury of doing that so and again, with EX raid pass sharing, you have to be ultra or best friends to share them. Right. Yes. And how close are we to best friends? We are now? five days away. We're so close. We'll be best oh friends by the next time we record. That's true. Well, if we don't mess up. Kyle, where, were, where are we at? Let's see. I think we're like 10 days behind. Um, there you are. We are 15. Yeah, we are exactly 10 days behind. Wow. So okay. 15 days. Yes. All 10 of those so. days are because you didn't send gifts, though. Whatever. Whatever, Kyle. Are you guys closer than Kyle and you and I are? 
What? No, no. Or are we the? I'm ten days behind being best friends with the both of you. Oh yeah, we're fifteen as well. How could we both ignore your gifts at um, the same we time? We did, though. We did. <laughs> totally we both, did. We both ignored his gifts at the same rate at the same time. That being said, I am seven days away from being best friends with somebody else, though. Excuse I'm like me. so worried. I'm gonna Who mess up of the show. Who is she? She sounds hideous. <laughs> Khakis. She sounds hideous. Actually, his trainer model has what is it? Uh, he's got you know the sunglasses and like the half Team Rocket outfit with mm-hmm. the half gym leader stuff going on. Mm-hmm. He's got a Salmon's mm-hmm. pendant. Very, very intimidating. Uh, so I wouldn't mess with him. Okay. Just saying. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of a bummer with this whole EX raid thing. But for those of you that made it through the hurdles of technical difficulties and are attending a raid on October 1st and 2nd for your Deoxys, please bring a friend and best of luck to you. If you guys are attending one and, uh, you know, after this happens in the next couple of days here, you guys have a good time and you catch your Deoxys, go ahead and share your experience with us because this is really exciting. Yeah. We would love to hear from you and how your Deoxys experience went. Send it to uh, mail at gocastpodcast.com or just, you know, shoot us anything on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. It's exciting. We're we're happy for you guys. Uh, we're not the least bit salty. Not at none all. None of us are. No. No. You can, no, no. Not no. at all. We're nothing but happy not for every upset. Everybody else. <laughs> I'm sensing some resentment. It's not resentment. It's sadness. Uh huh. The last piece of news here before we wrap up the news section, which is again a monster. There's been so much news Ooh. every single week since we started so the informed. show. I'm not quite sure why if that's always been the case they want us to talk about things maybe maybe they do uh well they also want their youtubers to start talking about stuff. true the youtubers uh and by that i mean the influencers that they uh, kind of picked up and had sponsorships with basically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the entirety of the summer uh research tour uh so niantic has started to allow some of these personalities to leak exclusive information so reversal and if you don't know who he is go ahead and look him up on youtube he's got great videos he's very knowledgeable he's one of the exp leaders he has a lot of really great life hacks <laughs> like sleeping <laughs> on the couch he sure does reversal announced on his channel and social media feeds that shiny crabby and shiny kingler in addition to a new spin form would be available starting october 1st can you tell how excited about i, th- I think you may be more excited about one of those things than the other. doesn't matter i love crabby and kingler so much because guess why guess why why because it's just a crab <laughs> it's just of course a crab. of it's, course it's, it's just it's just a crab but it's exciting. How could you not get excited about that at all? That's true. You know what I mean? And he's adorable in the anime. So He is. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't say his name. He just foams at the mouth. and <laughs> <laughs> That is the best part. Yeah, it really is. The only Pokemon that doesn't say his name. <laughs> no, it's not, actually. No. A lot no, of there's a few of them. I mean, yeah. Pidgeotto just screams. Whoa! Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, I love Krabby and Kingler, and mm-hmm. it's, it's great. So I've got two reasons as to why this is believable news. Well, actually, I've got three. <laughs> One is because it's from Reversal, and, and he wouldn't make the claim since, you know, where he's at and he wants to work with Niantic in the future. He wouldn't make the claim that Niantic wants to mm-hmm. share this information through him without mm-hmm. it actually being true because that would kind of jeopardize his whole relationship with them. So that's one. But if you don't care about that or you don't believe that, here's the two other ones. Yeah. This is to kind of coincide with the release of the Suicune Research Breakthrough Month. Mm-hmm. So next month, October 1st, that's also when Suicune research breakthrough goes live that always happens 
And the last thing is, it's believable because the past few months we've seen a similar pattern. Yes. Right. Yes, so we have. it is not only coinciding with Suicune, but the past like three months since we've had these other special research breakthroughs, shiny releases have also coincided with the first of that month. That's true. So, you know, it was like Snubble and Houndour and mm-hmm. Growlithe and all these dogs and stuff like that. Geodude. But now with Suicune and the water type themed research mm-hmm. tasks mm-hmm. we're also getting, mm-hmm. Crabby and Kingler makes a lot Why of sense. Not? Yeah. So... I hope I get them. Sure. Yes. I hope I get them before you. (sighs) Of course you would hope that. (laughs) You've been getting everything. (laughs) Everything. Everything. Yeah, I get everything and then I trade it to you. I know, but I want to have it first so I can trade it to you. Oh, that's really sweet. (laughs) What if you only get one? You can still have it. Oh. I gave you my this little true friend. I don't have I'm one. stunned by well, we're not hang on. You don't have to be this nice to me for five more days. And, <laughs> then, and then he can be this nice to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Once you're best friends, it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm excited about this. So very, very excited about of this. Of course you are. You know what else I'm excited about, Ness? What? To throw this over to Kyle. Gear up. This week on Gear Up, we're gonna be taking a look at Deoxys and tips that you can use to make sure that you can take them down as efficiently as possible this is to the five of you that are actually going eventually hopefully (laughs) more people to go including (laughs) the three of us yes yes now the axis is going to be a pretty straightforward one especially if you've been following stuff on mewtwo because like mewtwo he's also a psychic type pokemon so everything you've been using for mewtwo currently in this month's rating is going to work against the axis First and foremost, it's going to be a Shadow Ball Mewtwo if you have that legacy move from when Mewtwo was in EX Gyms. When Mewtwo was cool. Back when Mewtwo was cool. Back when he was special. Mm -hmm. Back when Chris liked him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I still like him. Just not as much. Other than that, um, a Double Dark Bite Crunch Tyranitar is still going to be your best choice. Keep that Team of Six Tyranitar if you had that built. Otherwise, you know, one or two. Use what you got. Oh, and I think it kind of goes without saying that if you have a SmackDown Tyranitar, do not, for this, under any circumstance, TM out of SmackDown. You will regret yeah, that absolutely not. SmackDown is an amazing legacy move, and it's just, it's part of what makes Tyranitar so good in the rest of the content. And of course, you have the glass cannon option of Gengar, Hex, Shadow Ball, or if you have the legacy move, Shadow Claw. Again, he's going to probably get off one charged attack, and then he's going to get one shot. Then you also have the double dark snarl dark pulse for Absol, which I didn't hear people mentioning for Mewtwo raids. So I'm not sure why he's he's crawled his way up on the list here. I'm not entirely sure either, and I think mostly because while... Deoxys has a higher attack stat. It has a lower defense stat. So maybe that affects it in some way. Although, you know, now that I say that out loud, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But hey, I mean, enjoy the fact that Absol is there. Yeah. Especially if you got a chance to get a shiny form from his his raids, if you got a chance to do any of them. Right. That's true. Last on the top tier is going to be Bennett. Bennett? 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 How do you pronounce that one, guys? Bennett. Bennett. With a double ghost, shadow claw, shadow ball. Again, it's really just same as Gengar there. It's going to be really squishy. Try not to make your whole team those Pokemon. And then some good runner-up are going to be the double bug-type users, Pinsir and Scyther, with the charge move X-Scissor and then Bug Bite and Fury Cutter, respectively. 
And then if you really need a dark type attacker, Sharpedo can make doing a crunch. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh my. Did you mean to do that? You did not. No, that, I didn't. Did and you know what? It made me laugh. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> he's he's very squishy in line with Gengar. So he's not going to be amazing, but he's still going to help you out there. And then, of course, like Mewtwo, there's going to be Houndoom with Snarl and Foul Play. Now, unlike Mewtwo, Deoxys move list is not that impressive when you're fighting the raid. So you're not going to have to be worried about him having a fighting type move that's going to one shot your Tyranitar or another ghost type move that's going to one shot your Mewtwo. So really, you can just focus on bringing your best attacking options in order to deal with him. But just in case you're wondering, his fast moves are Charge Beam and Zen Headbutt, and his charged moves are Psycho Boost, Thunderbolt, and Hyper Beam. All right. Oh, and it also does um, bear to mention, I think earlier you said uh, double bug type move, Pinsir and Scyther. Um, and while Scyther is powerful, if you have the Caesar and you have the Metal Coat, go ahead and evolve him and bring the Caesar instead if you can. Yes. Yes. And just one last tip. Be careful when it's windy out because the Oxus is going to be boosted. It's going to be a little harder to take down. Try and hope that it's foggy out when you get your passes because that's going to boost your ghost and dark type moves making it even easier to take them down all right yeah so i I hope you guys feel more prepared to take on a deoxys i did just evolve my shadow ball gengar so i'm very excited about as we're sitting here i'm powering up Uh (laughs) i'm taking the start we're both taking the start i have the banette i have an absol i'll be okay thanks kyle appreciate it uh let's move into the poke lore yeah so this week we're going to talk about suicune who is the aurora pokemon Suicune is a slim, quadruped blue mammalian Pokemon with white, diamond-shaped markings. Its face and understyle are white as well. Suicune has a thick, purple mane that resembles the Aurora Borealis and two white, streamer-like tails that wave forward. It has a long, white snout. Suicune has a large, hexagonal, cerulean blue crest on its forehead that resembles the antlers of Quillen? Quillen? Quillen. Hmm. Let me look that up really quick. Quillen or uh, Kirin is a mythical hooved chimerical creature known in Chinese and other East Asian cultures. So Killin, with two prongs on either side of the base. It has red eyes, a small tuft of fur under its chin, and small paws with white paw pads. Suicune has the power to walk across water and purify dirty water with one touch. That's nice. It travels across grasslands in search of water to purify. Also nice. Northern winds always seem to blow stronger in its presence. In Pokemon Crystal, Suicune is said to be the closest of the legendary beast to Ho-Oh. It is also said to have a link to the unknown. In the anime, Suicune is shown to be heroic, serious, and calm during dangerous situations. All that being said, Suicune is very clearly the greatest legendary beast as far as characterization goes. Mm -hmm. But as far as stats... Not so much. Look, I don't want to talk about it. Not so much. This is just currently. If they change up, I'm I'm hoping they change up the battle system and maybe he'll be great. Maybe. But his max CP is 28-23, so really not that high. His attack is 180, which puts him at rank 67 out of 183, so 
also not great at attack. He has pretty good defense stat of 235, which puts him at rank 20 of 171, so at least he's a good defender. But Suicune has 200 stamina, which also puts him at 16 of 63 relevant Pokemon, which is also okay, but really... Fine, but I mean, not, who cares about stamina right not now? great, yeah. yeah. you can't use him as a defender, so whatever. But his top movesets are going to be Hidden Power, which is a normal type, Hydro Pump, which is Water type, or Extra Sensory, which is Psychic, and Hydro Pump, which is Water. Again, Snarl, which is Dark, and Hydro Pump. So Hydro Pump is the charge move, and then kind of a variant of the quick moves there as well. So we're going to move over to the Pokepole. For the previous week, we had What Are Your Thoughts on the Mysterious Pokemon Nutto, number 891, spawning on Chikorita Community Day? What does it mean? So we got a few answers on that. Baker Boy on Twitter says, My thoughts are simple. After three months of trying to get a ditto from you challenge and finally getting it three weeks ago, a real slap in the face. Seven and two minutes. Awesome. That is a bummer. <laughs> we heard that from quite a few people. Oh. I'm sorry, Baker Boy. You're not alone. Alex said, I honestly think it's just Niantic making it easier to catch Ditto while they attempt to wrap up Kanto region Pokemon. Totally. See, I feel the same way. I think that's what I said about it last week. Is that I mean, it was just the Ditto that they said that they were going to have. Yes, absolutely. I think most of it, like once mm -hmm. somebody floated that idea out there, we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. So later in the week, we found out that Nutto was actually Meltan. And trainers had this to say. So Chris Pupa said, exciting, but they should have kept the name Nutto. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Joe Marinaro said it's just a way to get everyone a ditto. And yes. then he attached this really great picture. Uh, I believe it's yes. his son holding yeah. uh, Meltan. But Joe, Nutto. that was a really great picture. It was. And then after that, he showed us awesome pictures of him again mm -hmm. with an Entei and then like holding hands with a Mewtwo or something yeah. like that. that and they were fantastic. really great pictures. Keep sending us those shots, Love Joe. They're stuff. really great. Yeah. But this week, our Pokepole is going to be, what is your most favorite Pokemon in your storage and why? Kyle, what's your favorite Pokemon? Mine is uh, probably the first Ghastly that I ever caught. Surprise, Ooh. surprise. I, and it's it's a little bit because it's, you know, it's Ghastly. It's, uh -huh. it's, it's not Ghastly anymore. He's Gengar. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's one of the only Pokemon in my inventory that I've named outside of giving it an IV. Sure. Named it after the Ghastly from my Pokemon D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. And the real reason it's my favorite outside of that is that it was the first Ghastly that I saw spawn back when I started playing again in 2017. And it was like 1130 at night. It was at a nearby Pokestop. So I ran out of the house and it's like a good four blocks to oh. that Pokestop. So I went, I ran the whole distance only for him to flee I and me distance. think that I wasn't going to get to get him. That's awesome. That's a really so, good story. Still have him. He's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> Gengar. He is like a like 65. But oh, no, really? Yeah. Do you have but a good I've, IV Gengar? I do have a good, I do have a good one that I also use, but I also have him. Mm -hmm. so okay. okay. I have like a 93 Gengar. I've learned to look past the IV for some things though. That's fair. I mean, sentimentality. I mean, really. Uh, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum there, Kyle. I, my, my starter, I instantly just blended that guy away. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever. Hey. I mean, he was really bad. So, oh. what? <laughs> Don't awe me. Pokemon is a serious game. I ain't got time for sentimentality, my friend. You got to rip that heart right out of your chest. You only have 1,500 slots. Only the best. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about life in general. Yeah. Limited slots. You're scary, but yes. I love it. It's great. Um, 
so we'll let you go last ness okay um for me I, this isn't even my favorite pokemon but it, it's one of my top like 10 mm-hmm. favorite pokemon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is a lucky arcanine mm-hmm. that is fully maxed out and it's traded to me by ness I love this Pokemon. Arcanine is great. Mm-hmm. I'm a dog mm-hmm. person, you even are. though we have some lovely cats. We do. Um, I, I love dogs so much. Arcanine is fantastic. Fire I dog. love fire types. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He also is extra small in both height <laughs> and weight. Oh. And I love that. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. You know, Snarl and Fire Blast. And he's only 82 IVs, but I wouldn't have him any other way. Oh. Ness, what about you? Um, so I think it's, I've talked about it before. I really love Nosepass. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so I think Nosepass in general is one of my favorite Pokemon. I also love my Vol- Alolan Vulpix until I started getting them every single aid that I hatched. Do you have like a specific Pokemon that you like from your um, storage? I do. I'm looking at it right now. I really oh. love my Flare on me. Oh, good. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. so back in 2006, when I played, I used to let my phone autocorrect the Pokemon names to whatever it wanted. So I can tell my old Pokemon if their names are strange. Um, so my Flareon autocorrected to Flare on me for some reason. Flare yes. On me. Yes. So I love my Flare on me. He's not the best Flareon that Flare I have, on me. especially since EV Community Day, but I still love him. He's from 2016. I got him in Barrington back when I was working out in that area. But I still, he's great. Sentimentality. Yeah, he's, fantastic. I, he's one of your 2016 Pokemon. And yes. well, you and I were trying to trying to farm some more Lucky Trades a while uh-huh. ago. And you posited, you're like, well, what about Flare on me? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Under no circumstance mm-hmm. can you trade Flare on me to anybody. He was my buddy for a long time. Yeah, I used was. him in a lot of battles. Flare on me, he's, you know, he's we're tight. Yeah, you powered him and up there a lot. lot. I did. And even when we were like starting to IV check him and you were like, hey, he's not that great. And you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to level him up because... He deserves it. Because I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Flare on me is probably my favorite Pokemon that I have in my decks. But in general, I really love Alolan Vulpix and Nosepass. Oh, I, sure. I can't wait for Nosepass's evolution. Yeah. I need it. Probo Pass. I need it. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Nose hair pass. I mean, well, if we're going to go ahead and mention our favorite Pokemon as well. Kyle, your favorite Pokemon just also happens to be... Gengar. It, yeah, it also coincides with my choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Big right. surprise. Uh, mine is Cyndaquil, not even sure. close to Arcanine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's so cool because, you know, when people talk about favorites in Pokemon in general, they tend to kind of go towards the, this is my favorite Pokemon of all time. But like this game, because it lends itself to making so many really cool real world mm-hmm. um, associated memories and experiences, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. We're, we all named and kind of we all named different Pokemon that we would have normally named in that conversation. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. really cool. So let's not let the conversation end there. Listeners and trainers at home, go ahead and answer this week's Pokepole. And that is again, what is your most favorite Pokemon in your storage and why? Go ahead and answer that question when you post it on Facebook Please. and or Twitter or send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Yes, please. I want to know all of your favorite Pokemon. Yeah. And then speaking of emails, emails. we got a bunch of emails, emails this week. And we're going to kind of just run through these here. We love emails. We do love emails. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Tradition <laughs> of we love emails. <laughs> Platinum record. So the first one. Hey, guys. The Pidgey Grabber here. And I have to I have to preface this email first. Pidgey Grabber. I'm a big fan of Pokemon Go Radio. I've listened to their show since before we started our show Mm -hmm. and you're somewhat of a celebrity on that show and i think that you're great 
And so thanks for writing in. But this is what he had to say. I wanted to thank you for putting out a solid podcast. Started listening with the Terry Wolf interview and stayed tuned ever since. You guys are interesting and easy to relate to, overall positive and great to listen to. Thanks so much. We appreciate the kind words. Thanks. So here's the next part. He said, my favorite part of your format is the goals. Goals are the key to the lifeblood of this game. From level 40, 10 time players to people just starting out, your goals keep the game interesting. It makes you excited for the everyday pidgey grab. <laughs> uh, and then here, this is this is just for you, Kyle. I'm a level 39 instinct player from Akron, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm about 2 million away from level 40, and I'm pushing myself to crossover by the end of the year. Halloween is his goal. Get it. So uh, keep up with the good work. Best regards, Pidgey Grabba. Thanks. There are other instinct players out there, Kyle. Aren't you excited? Zapdos people are the best people. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> okay. Look, I, I'm a I'm fond of I'm a fond of Pidgey Grabba and Kyle. You are a good friend of mine. But I mean, Valor though. <laughs> That's I mean. Anyway, uh, thanks for writing in Pidgey Grabba. And I think your point about the goals is is really true because uh, I. I emailed back to him about this, but basically what I was saying was this game kind of lacks a lot of uh, progressive content. Once you've done the special research, you've done the special research. Yeah. And after that, it's kind of like a grind on like these medals you want to get mm-hmm. a higher thing mm-hmm. on or completion. This gym you want to get a higher medal on, right. or I want to catch, you know, a million of this type. I think Terry Wolf, when we were hanging out with him recently, he was talking about how he just broke 10,000 Murkrow candies. And that was something <laughs> he was trying to do. And that's what you have to get excited about in this mm-hmm. game. And this game lends itself to that. So that that's really exciting. So that's why we kind of put a focus on goals for ourselves to track every single week, because mm-hmm. this game is about progression. It is about your individual trainer experience. So mm-hmm. we'll hope you guys feel the same. We've got more emails here. Go ahead, Ness. Hey, GoCast. I am Cadence, and I'm 11 years old, and I'm a Pokemon trainer in Australia. My dad and I listen to your podcast when we're on long drives. You guys should definitely come to Australia, especially Melbourne, because I have about 300 Kangaskhan candy because of how common they are here. You guys seem such kind and funny people from listening to this podcast. Keep it up, and with love from Australia, Cadence. Thanks, Cadence. We're so excited. I love this email I so need much. that Kangaskhan candy. Yes, <laughs> I would love to go to Australia. Yes. You are officially our favorite trainer in Australia. <laughs> you are. She Aww. plays with her dad. That is that is wonderful. I think anytime, because we've gotten a couple of emails or we've talked to a couple of listeners about them playing with their kids or with family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and this really is where this game shines. You know, mm-hmm. we never have any like as much fun when we go out and do raids. Like, that's cool. Sure. It's a good time. Sure. But like when the three of us get together to go do a community day or we go downtown yeah. I think Larvitar Day, Kyle, I'm pretty sure you can agree, was one of the coolest experiences ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's yeah. like, it's what really sold me on the game as mm-hmm. as it is. And For I, sure. I love seeing families going out and playing. I know we've mentioned a few times when we've gone raiding or on our raid trains, we see, you know, vans of families pull out and, you know, three kids pile out. Both the parents are playing. Some grandparents Grandma. spill out. Awesome. <laughs> I love That's just, that's just an game. amazing sight. It's it an amazing is. feeling. It's yeah. so much fun. So, so thanks, Cadence. Yeah, Cadence. Keep playing. You are awesome. Keep it up. Next one is from Ash Prosser. Hi, hey, Ash. guys. How has your week been in Pokemon Go? I found myself having an abundance of regionals that aren't from here. So loads of Kangaskhan, Tauros, and Farfetch'd. And I'm trading them to my friends who don't have the time to play as much or don't have as many incubators as I do. That's yeah, nice. There you go. Casual flex. 
Gotta get them to hit as many cancer Pokemon as possible, too. There you go. Help your friends. Lift those around you. I have a question. Do you think that month-long events like this Kanto event are too long? Personally, I think so. As I panic caught pretty much everything in the first <laughs> week, and then when it came to raids, my local committee was a bit laid back and wasn't in any rush to raid because they had so much time, evidently. Sure. Yeah. Whereas if it was a one- or two-week event, they might have sat up and taken more notice. I also see the month as a good thing for players who don't get out much to have more of an opportunity. But myself, I think they're too long and should be capped at one to two weeks. Thoughts? I I like the month. Now that I've switched jobs and I have less time to go out and raid and catch and all of that, I really appreciate the month. I've loved how relaxed this event has been and how I've been able to take my time finishing my decks. It was exciting when I did. But at the same time, I was in no rush and I wasn't panicked and I wasn't upset when I wasn't getting those regionals and the Alolan eggs right away. So it was nice. I like the month. All right. Kyle, what do you think? I'm of two minds, actually, because I am I don't get out to play as much as I would like, obviously. So the month is is really nice, especially in terms of the eggs and the raids, even though I managed to get the eggs done in the first like week and a half. In terms of spawns, I think a month is too long. Unless mm-hmm. it's going to be more. Because this is, you know, it's a Kanto event, but we're really only seeing like 30 new Kanto Pokemon, I feel. You know, we, we talked about last week, I think a lot of r- other Pokemon are missing, and that would definitely help keep it fresh for a month otherwise. Uh, I agree. That's true. Everybody kind of disappeared that wasn't Kanto. Yeah, I, I have to agree on just about everything you guys had to say. Um, but I, I would say I think a month is just a little bit too long. I think three weeks might be a sweet spot. Two weeks, like people would be frantic for those mm-hmm. of us that either were like maybe. OK, to be fair, like some people are out of town for like a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they would miss like a majority of the event. I think a month is still a little bit too long. Again, three weeks is good. But Kyle, I think you saying that it's too long for the spawns is fair. But what about if. The spawns were the same, but the raids were different. How do you mean? So, like, what if the raids weren't just Kanto Pokemon? What if there were all types of different Pokemon from different generations that were just as exciting? Because we were going through, like, this really great uh, theme of Generation 4 prep. And not that this is deviated from that, because there's definitely some Gen 4 prep in it. You know, but what if the raids were still kept exciting and stuff like that? Because I feel like that's kind of in their best interest anyway, you know, to keep the raid scene as exciting as possible, because that's where they make a lot of money. You know, also from egg banners, but yeah, I think I agree. I think that this raid rotation has been a little bit dull outside of Mewtwo and Scyther. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love yeah. Scyther? Scyther's nice. the The Gen Four prep and like other stuff that's good to have candy is nice, but stuff like Snorlax, well, he's a good Pokemon. It's kind of boring to see in a raid, and then you know you have the starters still in the tier one raids yeah that's boring yeah oh well i mean hey this month is almost over and you know this is kind of the first time they've done something like this they've done a canto celebration before but Mm -hmm. this i mean was as exclusive for an entire month as they've done for a while i'm excited to see us move on from this to see what they do next probably gen four man well but i mean i'm sure that you know this isn't like this is a this is a bookend for Kanto, but it doesn't mean they're going to stop doing Kanto events because there's always new players. That's so true. I'm just excited to see what the next event 
brings because events, you know, games like this live and die by events, in my opinion. I I agree. I, I'm also excited to see how they handle like when they have Generation 4 out and even Generation 5 out when it's going to be so saturated with different types of Pokemon and a variety of them. How are they going to handle people that are trying to collect Generation 1 Pokemon because they're not around? They They have to make events for them to be more exclusive. So I agree an event like this will come around again. But, you know, when nothing is going on, because there will inevitably be a point in time during this game life cycle where an event isn't happening, right? What will that look like? What will those spawn tables look like? Yeah, it definitely makes it intimidating for a newer player as well. Especially 100%. people who like to complete their DEXs. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's been a fun event, regardless of what everybody thinks. Um, but there is a second part to this email from Ash as well. As for Meltan, I'm not too sure on what to think of it as of yet. But it being a mythical Pokemon, I'm guessing that Generation 8 is going to be small, as there isn't even 100 numbers between it and Zera Aura, apparently. Uh, I have just become a level 33 Mystic player now, so very nearly to 40. Oh. Hate to say, Ash, but you're about <laughs> halfway there half halfway there and i i had the same mind i mean it is definitely helpful to be 33 but um the the grind has has just begun in a lot of ways mm-hmm. you, you're on your way man my personal goal for this week uh is to raid more and help my friends with regional trades as well as catch suicune on the first thanks for the amazing show keep up the brilliant work ash best of luck and you know kudos to you for keeping your friends yeah. uh, in mind when you're trying to you know, get everybody caught up with their Canto decks. That's really, that's really great. Corey has to say, hello, GoCast crew. My girlfriend and I just started picking up Pokemon Go about two months ago after not playing for a year. We have been loving the new raid and field research system. It, it was a definite improvement. Yes, absolutely. I can't even, I can't even like fathom the fact that we played this game without raids <laughs> and research. Isn't that weird? It was exciting. You know, I remember because it was the beginning, but then everybody stopped playing because there was less excitement. Do you remember the first the first day we played? We ran across the yes. street from the subdivision of my parents' house because it's been a while ago for us, uh-huh. and we were excited to run into the middle of a a yard and catch a weedle. Yes, there was a weeping <laughs> bell in the middle of the street, and we lost our minds. Mm-hmm. It was so wonderful. Pidgeys were exciting. They were oh, man. Pidgeys oh, were the so golden exciting. days of summer. <laughs> summer 2016 uh we are gen one lovers and they're determined to get our yes. 151 complete my people we are both at 150 and missing one pokemon dramatic pause aerodactyl really mm-hmm. oh, our friends that makes have, sense. our friends have been unwilling to trade us theirs <laughs> and we haven't spotted any in the wild sad face i would also use a sad face in this case any tips or suggestions on catching an aerodactyl any chance that niantic will bring back aerodactyl to raids or field research keep up the good work on the show so what do you guys have to say to Corey and uh, their quandary about aerodactyl this is part of what i was actually mentioning just a little while ago in those limited kanto spawns my girlfriend's missing two pokemon from her decks one is mewtwo one which one is mewtwo and one is aerodactyl and there's there's no way to get Aerodactyl right now. He basically right. doesn't exist. There's no spawns. Yeah. There's no raids. And it's it's a bummer. You basically can only get it by trading right now. Yeah, he had a day earlier in the summer where he was... He had a number of times. Yeah, where out. he was all over yeah. the raids and he was a wild spawn. Adventure week when there was a bunch of rock spawns and yeah. stuff like that. He was out uh, mm-hmm. along with like Omanite and Kabuto and Lilip and 
you know, all them and stuff. It was, he was all over the place and he was in raids too. He was a tier three yes. raid boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very likely that we'll see him in tier three raids again. I'm I surprised he so. wasn't this time, to be honest. Exactly. I was going to bring that up. If you're talking about wanting to, you know, finish up Kanto, he definitely should have been. Yeah. But I the mean, only reason didn't... I even have my Aerodactyl is because of GoFest. That's right. He was I wasn't wild for that. In, the, in the mountain biome, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The volcano biome. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I emailed Corey back and, and pretty much said this, that, you know, I would I would wait uh, because in, inevitably Aerodactyl will be back either for an event or in tier three raids again because he, he's made the rounds a number of times. Yeah, so, but it's the end of Kanto. It's true. But so how also, much can you rely on that? I was also like, hey, just go to a, a raid and ask people because I'm sure yeah. people there have tons of Aerodactyls. I mean, I have six, to trade them. so I'm sure. Right. I mean, I've got like four, yeah. you know. Cal, do you only have one? I only have one. From GoFest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need one of yours. Sure. So I can sure. trade mine to my <laughs> got it. Yeah. There's plenty of people that, that have them. So, uh, you know, Corey, just ask around, man, or just wait. I'm sure they'll pop up. Best of luck to you guys in your quest for 151 for Kanto. Last email here. This is also from Baker Boy. He was on Twitter and also sent us an email. Yay. Morning, guys. I'm Money. over Kangaskhan. Can't wait till he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm chasing uh, Tories, which I think is Tauros. Then uh, his Kanto Dex is done. Not too bad for level 28. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That really, that's really, really awesome. Good for you. Still love the show. Also, do you guys use the Gotcha or Go Plus? What do you think if you do? Cheers, guys. So here's the thing about these two. We all have Go Pluses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. love our Go Pluses. Yes. They're really, really great. Yes. The Gacha is also a great thing. I know Terry Wolf says that he uses his, and we've seen his, and, and you know he's explained it to us a number of times, both in person and in the interview when he was on the show and stuff like that. Um, it's a really great tool. But here's the thing about the Gacha. It technically is against terms of service because it's a third-party thing. Now, I'm not too sure about like the technicality of it, about whether or not the app will detect or if it can differentiate the like detection between the two of them sure i've heard people say both but overwhelmingly that it can't okay um so my official advice is not to use the gotcha Mm -hmm. i mean we love our go pluses we've used them just about everywhere yes they're really great for when you're just walking around or if you're sitting at your desk and you can just press the button without having the app up for me it's really great because the app for some reason doesn't go dormant for me so i can't just passively walk around with the app, you know, in the background. So I have to always have it up, but having the go Mm -hmm. pluses let me track my steps without having to have the app draining my battery all the time, which is nice. Right. Um, And for those of you at home that don't know the difference between these two. So the Pokemon go plus is an official Pokemon go accessory made by Niantic or at least circulated by Niantic um, and approved by them. Uh, and the way that it works is that if you attach it by Bluetooth to your phone through your app, it will buzz. And there's a combination of like lights and buzz patterns that indicate like if it's a new Pokemon, if there's a Pokemon nearby, or if there's um, a stop nearby or what have you, and you hit a button on it and it'll do whatever is associated to that buzz that's, you know, spin a stop or catch a Pokemon or what have you without having your app open. And that means like even in battery saver, like you can like put your phone on sleep. You can turn your screen off which you can't do without the accessory well what the gotcha offers and this is not a sanctioned item right so that's why it's against tos which is terms of service 
um, which can get you a suspension or at least a warning, if not a ban, if you ignore those other things. But what this one does is that you don't have to press a button. It'll automatically spin stops and catch Pokemon for you. And there's a lot of like, you know, options you can check. You can customize in different ways and stuff like that. And it kind of automates a lot of this stuff. Now, really, is it all that different from the Go Plus? Not really. I mean, the only difference is the button press, if we're being very honest. Sure. And then with the Gachi, you can plug it into a USB charger and charge it. I think it holds a charge for like three days or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that's really the only difference. The only, and then, of course, the whole TOS issue. So, I mean, for us, we all have Go Pluses, and we would recommend having an accessory for sure. Another thing to note about the Go Plus and to, you know, the Gacha is it tracks your steps when the app is closed. So not only can you spin the stops, but you can keep walking your eggs without it draining your battery as well. Right. So for those of you that would like to drive somewhere but can't play because you're not supposed to, um, what I used to do driving to and from work, especially if I had slow traffic and I, you know, I, I don't want to have my game open because I'm not supposed to, is I would link up my Go Plus and I would you know, close my phone. And while I'm driving in gridlock traffic going 15 miles an hour because Chicago is Chicago, um, it would be getting me steps without me having the game open or playing. And that's the beauty of this app. Right, Kyle? That's, I don't know how I left that out. That's like one of the main things about this, this accessory for sure. So I hope that answers your question there, Baker Boy. And thanks for the email. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for the emails. Thank you. We really appreciate it. If you guys would like to send us an email, send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Go ahead and visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash thegocastpodcast. And please go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, or wherever you guys listen to us. Every review, we love the feedback. It helps support the show, gives us visibility. So thanks for that. And before we get out of here, as is customary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ness, what is your goal? And this week, I'm going to write them down. Okay. <laughs> um, my goal is to raid more, definitely. Hopefully getting an X-Raid pass on the next round that goes out. So I want us to raid more. And I also want to get at least halfway through my level to 37. So I think I'm about 770, 770,000 out of 2 million. Okay. I mean, getting halfway would be 1 million. So I feel like that's kind of a soft goal. Long goal. The stretch there is going to be a million and a half. Oh, wow. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stretch goal. Pulling a Chris. Um, so those are my goals for this week. Raid more and you are more flexible than I am, and potentially get halfway to three quarters of the way through to thirty-seven. There you go. Yes. All right. Yes. Kyle, what about you? I'm keeping it a little more simple this week. I want to do more Mewtwo raids. That's okay. that's my pure goal. If I can get to the one million mark on my level, it's only a hundred and forty thousand experience. Sorry, two hundred and forty thousand experience. So, oh, you can do that. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I'm terrible at math. That's okay. Two hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> That's the goal. We'll see how I do. The two million mark. Let's just leave it at that. How about you, Chris? Uh, my goal is going to be to hit the one million mark in level thirty-eight. Okay. I'm currently sitting at three hundred and fifty thousand. All right. Um, so I want to hit the one million mark, and I want to do more raids, probably with you. 
Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, thanks. I mean, I mean probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a tendency that if we raid, we raid together, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to get an EX raid pass so we can get Deoxys. And then if both of us have EX raid passes, that means that we can take Kyle. Yay! So If I'm available, yes. If you're available. Yay. Hopefully yes. it's a Tuesday. So <laughs> that's that's the goal. One million and raid more to increase my chances of getting an EX raid pass. Mm-hmm. If you guys have goals, don't be shy. Email them in. And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week for episode 15. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.